Hi there, this is Rashawn McDonald, and welcome to Money Making Conversation. Each Money Making Conversation talk show is about entrepreneurship and entertainment. I provide the consumer and business owner access to celebrities, CEOs, entrepreneurs, and industry decision makers. I recognize that we all have different definitions of success. For some, it's a sizable paycheck. Mine is helping people wake up and inspiring them to accomplish their goals and living their very best lives through their passion. And that's what I'm trying to do today. So please listen up. I want you to stop tripping over small challenges and prepare to rise above the bigger obstacles that life is going to present to you. The Money Making Conversation interviews provide relatable information to the listener about career and financial planning, entrepreneurship, motivation, leadership, overcoming the odds and how to live a balanced life. My next guest, you know, every year, you know, since I started Money Making Conversation, he always has to make that annual interview, annual interview. So it's year three, Interview number three. My next guest is an award-winning producer and innovator in entertainment. He currently holds roles as president and founder of Cold Black Films and Cold Black Digital, a film production and distribution company dedicated to super serving the black community worldwide. And he's also president of Laugh Out Loud and Heartbeat Digital. He's being honored with a Cafe Mocha Swag Award. He probably didn't even know about that. Something that I've gotten involved with and they say, hey, Rashawn, who do you think deserve these awards? He's a celebration of what black men are doing to making a difference in our community. He's doing that on a daily basis by empowering others to reach their life goals from civic leaders, businessmen, activists, celebrities and everyday dad. He's one of them. Please welcome to Money Making Conversation. My man, Cafe Award, Cafe Mocha Award, Swag Award honoree, Jeff Clanagan. What's up, my brother? <laughs> How you doing, Rashawn? Hey, my man, Jeff. Jeff is is, is is year three as usual. You know, you you keep it posted. <laughs> you know, the, the first year we, we came on the show was in 2017. That's when Laugh yeah. Out Loud was busting out, and also the you was you was about to launch the uh, the, the the Kevin Hart uh, uh, serious radio show. All that stuff was in its early stages. Give us an update on where you're at right now. I mean, we're we're in a really good place, and that's because of what's happening in the industry. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, streaming is obviously now you're you're seeing a lot of press about you know people at home streaming because of COVID nineteen has right. accelerated, but it was it was already on an, an on an upward trend. Yeah, unbelievable pace. <laughs> yeah, the pace is like it's now it's like it's on fire because they, people are home and they're watching content. But what's changed since the last time we talked, which has been which has been which has been very um, beneficial for what I've been doing and for obviously uh, for a lot of other people looking to get in the space is that when we talked last time when we talked about streaming the the notion was okay you got Netflix we know Disney Plus is coming we know mm-hmm. HBO Max is coming we know Hulu is coming mm-hmm. but those are all those are all subscription streaming channels and what's happened is that with the proliferation of these subscription channels, meaning like, I'm paying $10, I'm paying $9.99 to be plus. Twelve ninety nine, right. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What happened, a whole new wave of, of a different model called AVOB, which is advertising video, man, which, which merely means is like if you're watching it, you can watch it for free with a commercial. So then you saw companies like, if you have a smart TV, you'll see, you probably see all these apps on your TV, Pluto TV, Tubi, mm-hmm. and, and Roku, and Amazon Fire, like, what is all that? Mm-hmm. They are basically just streaming platforms with audiences, but you don't have to subscribe. And what ended up happening is that Pluto, which was bought by Viacom for like $400 million, and then Tubi was just originally bought by Fox TV, I started getting all these calls 
from Pluto and Tubi. They're like, these are inbound. I'm like, wait, what's going on here? Because I, I literally, I, my phone just started blowing up. Right. Uh, these platforms looking for content. Mm-hmm. And then I just figured, I figured out what I happened to be. <laughs> it didn't take, you don't need a, you don't need a PhD. Look, you don't need a PhD. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm going to just, just stop you right now. This is Content right. King right here. Okay, this is Black <laughs> Content King. Content King, I'm talking to right now. And Jeff Klanigan. You know, way back before anybody thought about recording black people and putting them on, on VHS, DVDs, or Blu-rays, or whatever, you were doing it. So you are Content King. So I just want to let everybody know who I'm talking to right now. Continue the story, Jeff. I, sometimes I got to okay. interject and remind people who I'm talking to here. <laughs> okay. So the story was this, as you know, you know, I was the first in the game for what I call direct so with VHS. Absolutely. I was the first mm-hmm. one. Okay. So this, this is that all over again. But here's what here's what it when, when I started talking, with the inbound came out. I, I pretty figured it out. Like I said, where you have all these people, these companies running all this data. But here's the principle: when it comes to our people, is it okay? The average household for black folks, right? Right. You probably have your Netflix subscription. Absolutely. And you pro and you probably have an Apple iTunes Ooh. or a Spotify because you're gonna listen to your music, yes, right? Yeah. So you yes. got you mm-hmm. got the two. Mm-hmm. Then if you have if you got kids, probably gonna jump on at Disney Plus because Disney Plus also comes with ESPN and, and Hulu. Hulu. Right. So mm-hmm. now you've got now you've got three subscriptions. Yes, sir. Let's say you've got maybe <laughs> one or two other subscriptions. But then after that, when you turn on your TV, you're looking for free content. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so, so if if you get beyond that. four, you're living a good life. You're living a good life. You shouldn't yeah, be listening to my show. <laughs> <laughs> if you got four, you like you you like you you you're good. Mm-hmm. So what's happened is these all these free AVOT platforms that are now coming embedded into the smart TVs are blowing up. Right. I mean, I can tell you like right now, like, so we, so we just launched our, our LOL. When I, you know, I'm doing, I do a strategic dude. I like to test to see what's going on. So I'm rolling out by the end of beyond every, but we launched on Pluto first. Cause that was mm-hmm. the big one. Right. Like in our first, like I said, yesterday we had 2.7 million viewing minutes of people wow. watching shows on, on, on the channel. Um, our first, 30 days, like we were over 51 million um, views on the thing. So people are, people are watching. Got you stuttering. Got you stuttering, huh, Jeff? No, they got it. Like the the numbers are, the numbers are crazy. But what it is, is that here's what the key is. Right. Versus, versus you trying to, you started like a standalone channel and bring everybody to you. Right. I just said, okay, I'm going to go to where I know people's at. I know they're on Roku. Yes. I know they're on Amazon. Right. I know they're in Pluto. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you go to where there's an audience at, but what's happened on all these platforms is that black content is over indexing versus, versus mainstream content on all the prefab porn. Black content is just overperforming, like, like period. So that, that just kind of tells you, where the market is, but at the end of the day, is when you buy these new smart TVs, people are buying these TVs. You can see these apps on the TV. And Absolutely, Roku, Absolutely. And, and I'm, a, and, and I'm, that's where we're at, and that's, that's yeah. where LO, and that's where we're at. Right All now. you need that's is Wi-Fi. So it's, it's a, All you need is Wi-Fi. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's it. All you need is Wi-Fi. That's so. That's that's exactly where it's at. So it's now obviously with COVID nineteen, the numbers now are just like it's it's really starting. To, it's, it's accelerating everything. Well, you know, it's really interesting that because that's that is the case. Like you said, everybody got their little yeah. IG talk shows now. You if you, if you yeah. go at night after six o'clock, 
It was like about 40, 50 of them on my feed. You know, everybody got a little talk show. You know, everybody exactly. trying to get Stephen A. Smith. Hey, man, can you get Stephen A. Smith to come on my show? I don't even have to book him no more. He just, he's just, he's just, he's self booking himself now. And so, because That's people it. want that content now. But the beauty of it is that this is what I like about it is that you're educating people to this form, this platform. And so, because once people, when we're going to get back to normal, this summer, people will start going back to work, games will start being played, it may not have fans, but there will be games played. This, and so that means that these athletes and these famous people who have all these at night podcast, uh, at night IG platforms, they're going to go away. Guess who's going to be left? LOL. LOL. Going to be left <laughs> there waiting on you. Come over here because we're here every day. And the, and that the, the I always love talking to you because you have never been a person to be uh, stymied by the direction that you were going to go and seeing the opportunity to go over there. You're quick to pivot. Why? why how? What, what? What makes that work for you like that? Do you just are you a forecaster or you you have to say visionary in some aspect? But you are not not afraid yeah. to pivot away from the original plan. Well, well, I think you know. Here's the thing: what I find in in, in entertainment. Mm -hmm. My background is, I come, I have a business background. I got into entertainment. Now I got into entertainment and learn business. So for me, I'm not, <laughs> there's a difference mm -hmm. in the mindset. So I'm not attached to any one thing. If I'm doing this and you got to go to, you got to go from A to B at like, it doesn't bother me where a lot of people, what I find out, even, I gotta, you know, even a lot of business people, they get stuck in a box, and if, if you move, if it goes outside of the box, they have trouble adjusting. I'm right. not like I'm gonna, I'm gonna always adjust to the business model. But what happens is that with you know with technology and social media, here's what people don't understand: is that the consumer is going to drive your business model. If Absolutely. they want to listen on radio, if they want to listen. I mean, you have to go to what the consumer is saying. You can no longer push your business model on the consumer because the consumer is going to tell you how they want to consume content or, or how they want to even be entertained. Mm -hmm. And you have to be able to be flexible and just, and you can't be so caught up because you spent nine months putting together a business plan and all of a sudden the, the, the business changed. You can't get so caught up in it. You got to be able to, you got to be able to deflect and adjust. I mean, I mean, look, the first thing, the first thing I did when, when we went into quarantine, I put three animated projects in production because I like that. Okay, I can't do no production. Absolutely. <laughs> I can't Absolutely. Got some animators sitting at home. So I just, I just pivoted. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why I love it. Yeah. But no, you know, here's my man, Master P days. You, you, you had to be able to pivot yeah. back then, you know, NWA days, you know, straight out of company <laughs> exactly. days. So that whole exactly. world, and then the fact that you are one of the visionaries behind, you know, going to comedians, going, look, I can shoot your video. I can shoot your comedy yeah. special and we can sell these in stores back when stores. Cause remember you, you had Steve Harvey and I, we used to go to like, and do like, uh, go to these different record stores when they were open and do signing dates for all these DVDs and all this Blu-rays exactly. that, that were dropping. And so then it, then it became streaming. And so when you look at all this competition and all these things that you have out there, it really is really important that when I hear you go, look, Rashawn, look, I'm frustrated just like everybody else. I didn't see the pandemic coming just like everybody else. But what I couldn't do is just sit down and go, oh, whoa, it's me. Okay, I got animators. Uh, animators got computers. They got Wi-Fi. Yep. Let's get busy. 
Let's get busy. Let's go. It's just like my staff. We do Zoom Zoom meetings at eight thirty in the morning, and we do Zoom meetings at yeah. four o'clock in the afternoon. We do daily functions because I'm in the digital. I'm in the social media. I'm into a podcast. I'm into. I'm like right now. I'm just gonna record my show. Somebody at their house is gonna chop this show up, and then it's gonna go into syndication on radio on my thirty radio stations, and that's how it works. But you're not allowing yourself to be frustrated by the process. And I and I say this because it's always funny when you come on my show. Jeff Clanton, because you are the, the, you know, you're running Kevin Hart's brand, Laugh Out Loud, the Heartbeat Digital. Mm -hmm. And this is the side of the business that is equally as powerful and equally as possible, as popular as Kevin Hart himself. And that's why it's important that people understand that, that, you know, you got to surround yourself with people who understand the business and are not frustrated by it and also have a history of success. And that's you, Jeff Clanton. That's you all. That's you all day long, my friend, all day long. <laughs> I appreciate it. Well, when we come back, when we're talking about, got to talk about the new TV show. When you come back on Quibi, got to talk about that. You know that little that program about the young people that you had last year. And I told him, hey man, we need to turn in a TV show. We're gonna talk about that when you yeah. come back. Be right back with more okay. money making conversation with my man Jeff Klanick. I've been knowing him a long time. And guess what? He's a visionary. More money making conversation in a minute. Hi, this is Money Making Conversation, and you're listening to Rashawn McDonald, and you're also listening to a good friend of mine. His name is Jeff Clanagan. Um, you know, we just talked earlier about pandemic. The pandemic is affecting the way a lot of people are living their lives. People can stay at home, and stay at home has caused shows like The Tiger King on Netflix to become the most watched documentary in the history of documentaries. That means that streaming is there. So it also means that you better have your content ready because you got an audience out there that's ready to watch. So explain to us, you know, when you realized that this was not going to be a short-term stay-at-home, did it cause you to... Uh, move some production schedules up or rearrange your content or pull out old content because, you know, because people are watching more. That means that you have to refresh a lot quicker. Correct. That That is correct. I mean, that's why I think I had to make a real quick adjustment. Like I had one, two, three, one, two, three, four. I had six productions that were about to go into production. Right. Mm-hmm. Like big production. And three of them were, were, were starring Kevin. So <laughs> what I did was, it was like, so it, it was, it was, it was like a quick pivot. But so what I did is in my, so in my 2021 plan, I planned to boom, move into animation, like right. in a big way in form of animation. Studios. Like, so I just, okay, you know, what, we got to put these productions on. I call these animators up who are sitting at home with their computers and internet. Mm-hmm. And we've got, I've got, I've got three series in production, meaning in getting animated right now, because I already have writers and stuff running. So we, I just fast tracked. I put everything in everything and fast track and started to focus on um, the animation for right now. Right, right now. And so that that's the part of the platform that's working now. Now, when I go to the platform, because I'm, I'm gonna pull it up right here. You know, you got Cola's Balls season three. <laughs> yeah, Cola's that's with Kevin Hart, of course. And then you have, you know, the Kevin Besta, the fresh episodes, your favorite episodes, Kevin's favorites. You know, it's just it's just a it's just a comedy at its finest. And so so are you chopping up specials? Are you are you are you front loading new specials? Where are you coming back? Because, you know, when they did that Def Comedy Jam special and people was doing comedy from their home, I was like, yeah, that would work for me. So. 
because every, everything's been shut down. You know, live events have been shut down. Yeah, so, that you know, exactly. doing the animators is great, but you know the heart and soul of what you do is tied to audience interaction. Exactly. Now, the thing about it, now, I don't know if I haven't talked to you, but the other thing I had got back into, you may not, you probably don't know because I was you know, playing the background, but I was actually producing um, Nick Cannon Wild Now Tour, which we, were, oh, yes. we had on the road. Yes, we, yes, we were yes, playing, we, yes. were, we were knocking out 10, 10 11, 12,000 people. I remember that deal came down. down mm -hmm, mm -hmm, yeah, mm -hmm. we had to shut it down, but part of that is we were going to shoot that as a special at the end of the tour. That was the whole thing. We had cameras going during the tour. Mm -hmm. um, and I had some other live stuff. So obviously I had to put a pin in that um, in terms of special. That was probably, if I had to say, if anything hit my business, the hardest was that because I was really going aggressively into the live business with, with the Wild Now tour being the first one. Um, and and so like you just meant to some, what's not working on social digital is comedians trying to do stand-up comedy on, on IG. I mean, musicians can do it and they can sing, but trying to do stand-up without an audience, it just don't, the people Ooh. don't try it. So it's just, it's not working at all. No. It's just not. No. Um, so my thing is I've got a 10, I, I believe there's a window in going to be July, August, September, where I can go back and shoot. But we don't know what's going to happen in the fall if the flu is going to come back in the winter. So I, when when we when we have this potential window, I'm gonna I'm gonna knock out a bunch of productions, um, stand up and everything, and live stuff. In terms of touring stuff, I I think that's going to be a 2021 because I just don't see it by fall letting you know 10,000 people back in. Absolutely, arena unless, absolutely. Unless the league, I think the league, the NBA, and the, and the leagues are going to take the front end. They're the ones that are going to have to break the ground in terms of, okay, we can now go to an arena or we can go to a stadium. And if that if, it, if it's safe, then then I think you'll see the, the live touring stuff open back up. But I still think that's 21. Absolutely. Especially when, uh, uh, when California said, hey, we canceling everything. Everything. Exactly. Concerts, football, everything. Anything that has a crowd in it, we cancel it. But I, yeah. I do believe I've, I've been an advocate uh, of Jeff of, of saying, "Hey, we got to get back out there. We just got to have the uh, yeah. what are the rules to to be able to socialize." You know, you know that's what yeah. I don't, that's what nobody's giving us right now. And so when I look at the programming that's being put out there, and I've seen these stand ups online, I'm a stand up. When I see them online trying to do stand up at the house, I go, "This is not working." Who, who is tapping these <laughs> folks on this? this? This can't work. This can't work. And when they did that, that I, you know, and it's a couple of people have called me, you know, we should used to do stand. Hey, 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 used to, used to, used to. And definitely not coming on on, 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 mm -hmm. on your Instagram feed trying to do stand up with no crowd. OK, and so, <laughs> that is, you know, I, I don't need that level of an embarrassment in my life. <laughs> it doesn't work. So but but you do have some great productions that you have completed is the Die Hard. With uh, you know, John Travolta yeah. and Kevin Hart. That's well, y'all y'all know what I do. A play on this man's last name, Kevin Hart. Die Hard. Talk to us about that. And, uh, <laughs> I'm gonna tell you something, man. Y'all 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 silly, man. Y'all you 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 silly. Kevin Hart silly. Y'all just silly people out there making a lot of money, man. That's all. <laughs> well, you know what's funny was about that is that we did that with Quibi. Quibi is the new streaming platform that just launched. Yes. Mm -hmm. about a month ago for, for mobile devices and it's it's telling movies. So basically, we basically shot an 80-minute narrative movie in chapters. So there's, there's 10 chapters, there's 10 eight-minute chapters. Right. Um, 
the the we we finished. I think we finished up right in February. Um, but the dynamic with Kevin and John was it, it was hilarious. That was I have to say it's probably one of his best um, performances. Just because because the interaction with John really raised the level of the acting and the performance. But it's 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 once again we're experimenting with new format with right. Quibi, which is. Direction short form. Mobile. It's short form. Um, short, short form. Exactly. Mm-hmm. It was. It was. It was a great experience. It's a great. We're we're, we're we're actually working on Die Hard Two right now. In fact, it came out somewhere. We're already working on Die Hard Two. <laughs> now, now let's let's just explain everybody what Quibi really does. Okay, it could be like ten to fifteen minutes, and so that's what he said. Now, are they like um, Netflix where you can just uh, binge all the episodes, or they or they come out on a daily basis or a weekly basis? Well, well, see, that's an interesting question. So, what happened when they first started? Um, it was they want to do it on a daily basis, a weekly basis versus binge. But I think the audience, you know, they're looking at the audience metrics and requests. I think because I'm seeing some of the shows where they're putting them all up as binge. So once again, the audience is going to drive how they're going to release the episode. So they came out with a model, but then they're getting the audience feedback on how they want to see stuff. So I do believe they're going to put stuff out from a binge standpoint because that's that's what the audience is, how they're used to watching stuff on, on a, from a streaming standpoint. Yeah, that's really interesting because of the fact that, you know, uh, you know, Disney was like that when Disney, because I have Disney Plus, of course, you know, I got Disney Plus and, mm-hmm. uh, yeah. and uh, 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 Mandalorian, okay, it came out every yeah, week. It came out every week. So I had to wait the next week to see the episode and it was really smart because it was a really good series. And so, yeah. so, and I'm sure, pretty sure that worked for them because guess what? Every week I was right there. Otherwise, they just had me for one, one weekend and I was, yeah. I was gone. And so, but that was a really, really great series, the the Mandalorian. Of course, Netflix has started the model of binge watch, binge watching. But I think that because of Quibi's, it's a short form. It forces you to want to see the next one to keep your energy going. You know, it's like okay, that's fifteen minutes, exactly. dude. I need to see something else here. I got time on my hands. And so, so, exactly. so that that's why it's really great. And and when I look at Kevin and what he's done, I saw him, of course, saw him in Hobbs and Shaw. And he was funny in that. And and I, this guy is a just 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 a great person, but a person who. And I, I was doing some interview, and I and I told him, I said, I, I really believe that Kevin will win an Oscar in his career because he really really can act he has a he has a he has a he said he's like our our version of what robin williams was in that era yeah because robin williams can be very funny he could act and very serious and kevin is displaying those same qualities in his own way i'm not saying he's robin williams but he's kevin hart in his own way and with those qualities but one of the qualities i really liked about you is that your ability to give back and the last time we talked about the internship program you created at lol and how it would provide opportunities for young people to build their resume and experience what is the update on that program jeff well interesting since the last time we talked I actually kept, so my summer intern program, which is basically intern program for social media and marketing. Uh-huh. Um, usually I'll bring in like four to six students and actually we're, we're putting together our, um, our, our team for this summer. Right. But I actually, I actually kept two of them while they were at school. <laughs> okay. Okay. They, two of them were, <laughs> look, they were doing so good. So I had them do. I had you couldn't them, kick them to um, the curb. You couldn't kick them to the curb. So, <laughs> no, no, I had to keep them going. Like they were doing such a good job. They were doing such a good job. I kept two of them in school, which obviously is helping pay for their school. But they're, they so they work for me. They do like ten hours a week. Wow. From you mm-hmm. know from school, and so they they stayed on, and then they're coming back this summer. But they were doing so real well. They really picked up everything. Um, 
And I, I, I literally kept them on. So awesome. what happened is those two will help lead this new team that I'm bringing in in the summer. Right, 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 right. And now, so they'll kind of be the team leaders. Now, is there a way that, okay, you have my listeners and uh, other people, how can one, can one participate or want to apply or how does this work? Yeah. Well, well let, me tell, let me tell you what I was, I was on the way to doing. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, we so we when we were shooting, I'll tell you the backstory. So when we finished Die Hard, we were in Atlanta. Kevin had another movie um, he was going to do, so he was going to be in Atlanta till until uh, June, right? And so we were going to shoot because we have an interview show that Kevin's doing, kind of like the Dave Letterman show called Heart to Heart. Mm-hmm. And so we were going to shoot these in Atlanta. But what I was going to do was set up a program at Spelman and Morehouse to have students work on. These work on actually work on the productions, help with Mark, like a whole curriculum because we were going to be there for three or four months. So, obviously, we can't do that. So, I gotta, I gotta see something else. But I was, I was going to accelerate, like, because we have a lot of productions and a lot of people in school don't get that chance to work production. So, I was going to have a, a, a kind of a production internship program, also, right? Um, now. I just I don't know if we're going to go back to Atlanta, so if we don't. We'll, I have to figure out something else to do during the summer on that. But yes, there is opportunity for other students to do to do different things. Right now, it'd be centered around social media until I figure out right. what mm-hmm. what the production strategy is going to be. Hey Jeff, uh, you know I'll tell you something, man. Every, okay, year four. Okay, I know it's going to be a different Jeff Clanagan story of success <laughs> and pivoting <laughs> and, uh, and and making a difference because I know that every year you've, you've you know, because you pitch some ideas of me participating in certain formats and Rishon has changed. And that doesn't, yeah. and, and I understand that and I relate to that and I understand that you are clearly understanding that, look, when I walk in this room, it may be Tuesday, but it may be a different Tuesday than it was last Tuesday and be prepared to make those adjustments and congratulations, man, as always, I'm talking to Jeff Clannon, the president and founder of Cold Black Films and Digital, Cold Black Digital. That's when I met him. Now he's the president of Laugh Out Loud and Heartbeat Digital. He's changing the game and also changing lives. Jeff, thanks for coming on my show again, man. Thanks for having me, Rashad. I appreciate it. I appreciate it. If you want to hear more money-making conversations, shows, go or interviews, go to moneymakingconversations.com. I'm Rashad McDonald. I'm your host.